Good morning. Welcome to the Mars Hill Institute podcast. This is John Bennett, your host. We're continuing in the book of Proverbs, the Proverbs of Solomon, Proverbs chapter 1. Today, we are focusing on verses 20 through 33 on a section entitled, The Call of Wisdom. And verses 20 through 23 tell us that wisdom cries out to be known. Wisdom is available to all who seek it. The Bible says that wisdom calls aloud outside. It cries out in the chief concourses and at the openings of the gates in the city where everyone would typically pass by in that day. Wisdom asks the ignorant, How long will you love ignorance? It says that scorners delight in their own scorning. And a scorner is a person who mocks the things of God and expresses his negative opinion of wisdom with derision in order to involve others. Wisdom declares that fools hate knowledge. Wisdom challenges all to hear and to turn to true knowledge. It promises that it will pour its spirit on those who will hear and embrace it and that it will make itself known to them. This could be considered a parallel concept to Romans 1, 18 through 20, where it talks about um, the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who suppress the truth in unrighteousness because what may be known of God is manifest in them, for God has shown it to them. For since the creation of the world, his invisible attributes are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse. The fact that God makes himself known through his creation is the concept of general revelation. So God makes himself known in the same way that wisdom is available. Verse 20, wisdom calls aloud outside. She raises her voice in the open squares. She cries out in the chief concourses, at the openings of the gates in the city. She speaks her words. How long, you simple ones, will you love simplicity? For scorners delight in their scorning, and fools hate knowledge. Turn at my rebuke. Surely I will pour out my spirit on you. I will make my words known to you. Key concept, learn to love truth and wisdom instead of ignorance. Be willing to do the work to develop wisdom. Seek the truth that is available. Verses 24 through 27 issue a dire warning to those who refuse to hear the wisdom that is so readily available. Wisdom will laugh at the calamity of those who refuse to hear. Wisdom is as cold and inflexible as the laws of physics. Absolute truth is unchanging and inflexible. Truth does not yield because someone does not accept it. It doesn't matter if I am fully convinced that 2 plus 2 equals 5. It is simply not true. Additionally, any decision that I make or actions that I take based on that false belief or any false belief will be similarly flawed. A physical 
or mathematical miscalculation can have life or death consequences, and a spiritual miscalculation can have eternal consequences. Verse 24, Because I have called and you refused, I have stretched out my hand and no one regarded. Because you disdained all my counsel and would have none of my rebuke, I also will laugh at your calamity. I will mock when your terror comes. When your terror comes like a storm and your destruction comes like a whirlwind, when distress and anguish come upon you. Key concept is to know that there are consequences to flawed knowledge. Results are dependent on proper understanding. Verses 28 through 32 go on to expound on the consequences of a lack of wisdom. Knowledge and wisdom take time and effort to develop and cultivate. Wisdom is not gained in a single day. When we find ourselves in a situation of being unprepared or ill-equipped in terms of having the adequate knowledge or wisdom required by a task or circumstance, nature is unforgiving. Every misapplication of truth has a consequence. And verse 29 again links knowledge to a fear of God. Romans 121 gives an example of those who fail to recognize God for who he has revealed himself to be through general revelation. And it says, Because although they knew God, they did not glorify him as God, nor were thankful, but became futile in their thoughts and their foolish hearts were darkened. Professing to be wise, they became fools, and changed the glory of the incorruptible God into an image made like corruptible man. And birds and four-footed animals and creeping things, therefore God also gave them up to uncleanness and the lust of their hearts, to dishonor their bodies among themselves, who exchanged the truth of God for the lie, and worshipped and served the creature rather than the Creator." who is blessed forever. As wisdom turns away from those who will not hear, God also will at times let those who resist him be given up to their own foolish desires. Verse 28, Then they will call on me, but I will not answer. They will seek me diligently, but they will not find me. Because they hated knowledge and did not choose the fear of the Lord, they would have none of my counsel and despise my every rebuke. Therefore they shall eat the fruit of their own way, and be filled to the full with their own fancies. For the turning away of the simple will slay them, and the complacency of fools will destroy them. Be ready in advance. There may not be a second chance. That's the key concept I take away from this section. Verse 33 is the precious promise of Proverbs chapter 1, that those who listen to godly wisdom will dwell safely, will be secure, and will be without fear of evil. And verse 33 says, But whoever listens to me will dwell safely and will be secure without fear of evil. Know that there is safety in wisdom. So just to wrap up, God makes himself known to all mankind through general revelation. You may ask, what does God have to do with wisdom? Can I have knowledge without God? Well, if God is the source, 
If he is the creator, provider, and sustainer of all creation, then any truth worth knowing would involve him in some way. The Proverbs link knowledge with a fear of the Lord, and so true wisdom is inseparable from having a true knowledge of God and ourselves in relation to him. So my question for you today is, in what ways are you resisting wisdom today? In what ways are you or I resisting self-evident truth in our lives? In what ways are we clinging to our own notion of truth and failing to embrace reality? And my challenge to you today is that you would embrace the wisdom of God's Word continuously and claim the precious promise of Proverbs 133. So thank you for joining us today. Uh, Join us again tomorrow for our continuing podcast in the Proverbs of Solomon and visit our website at marshillinstitute.com and on Facebook at facebook forward slash the Mars Hill Institute. Thank you.